here we are, and it is uh, it's another week, and uh, you know the Inflation Slash Reduction Act is working as intended. But more than that, um, back to Lucas's bedroom. So by that, um, there's there's some updates, and you know we've got uh, we've got another uh, another infighty bridge Bernie kind of thing going on. I'll let you uh, elaborate. But the initial oh, there, there's there's nothing really major to tell there. It's just that yet another time uh, Lucas is taking credit for someone else's uh, supposed uh, labors. They're hard labors throughout this to get uh, free speech on the internet killed. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, DM Wall was um, a provider for a short time for the uh, farms, and yeah. it uh, did not last because of some... So, uh, Portuguese um, Portuguese uh, CDN uh, slash DDoS protection. Yeah. So, Content Delivery Network and, and DDoS protection. Um, so, like Cloudflare, um, it's, uh, so this, this guy who owns it, supposedly like a kind of a big free speech guy, uh, but... Chink in the armor here. He and his wife just had a kid. Mm. You know, so kind of... So yeah, he's vulnerable. It's, it's, you know, he's, so he's vulnerable. He has shit he gives a shit about. Besides, Oh, you have things in the world you care about. Well, it'd be a right. shame if something bad happened so, to them. Yeah, so that, that conversation definitely happened in the background. And uh, and and while he insists that because he's Portuguese, English is a second language, uh, uh, Lucas only helped proofread it. Lucas went on stream uh, later on saying that not only did they proofread it, but uh, Lucas helped draft it. So uh, the the letter of uh, of of uh, victory there, the um, the the reasoning uh, that was posted by Dimwall on their their blog for why they got rid of QE Farms. Um, so the big free speech guy folded, uh, collapsed like a deck of cards. Uh, and, cards, rather. and that's uh, that's the thing you got to remember about free speech. If you uh, if you give a so, fuck about it, you're going to be defending people you hate. So yeah, you're exactly. just going to have to and, learn and to deal it, with that. It went further too. Um, so because apparently two whole people reviewed uh, negatively this company on uh, um, on whatever review site it was, uh, Keffels went ahead and, and so Lucas went out and said, uh, you know, they're being review brigaded, and so. Uh, review brigading, by the way, is not just negative reviews. It's all reviews when you're not a fucking customer. If you don't use the product or the, you don't go to see the company and you leave a review, you're review bombing. So um, Kef, uh, Lucas's response to to two people, two whole reviews, is to send 835 other people over there, I shit you not, to leave positive reviews, which have nothing to do with the... Like, none of these people are customers. So the next time Diamond has someone that, and this is a relatively new company also, so a young company, next time someone, next time some Diamond potential customer shows up and starts looking around for reviews for them, what are they going to see? 837 reviews that all talk about whether or not some uh, some shithole website needed to get kicked off the internet. Yeah. A customer, a paying customer. Yeah, they're going to they're going to run across this, and they're going to they're going to have to ask themselves. Eight hundred thirty-seven reviews. What the fuck does any of this customer. mean? Do I want anything to do with this? No, it's wall not just that. Bullshit? It's not just that. It's not just that. It's the fact that it's eight hundred thirty-seven people t- saying this company fucked over a paying customer to appease a loud asshole who has never been a customer and never will be. True statement. That should tell you, as a potential customer, never to use this company. 
And of course, there's all these people saying, I'm definitely going to use these. None of these people are fucking customers. Yeah. Even if they're in tech, they're not going to be the one who makes the decision. It's like, yeah, you company. personally are definitely going to use it when you actually build your website and web presence. Wink. Like it's none of these people are going to be paying customer for Dynawall. No, not at all. All they've done is destroy this company before it gets legs like fully upright. It's, like it's it's disgusting. Oh yeah, absolutely. Now this they could have they could have stood up. You know, this guy could have taken the risk, and I don't blame him for not taking the risk, by the way. This is entirely on Lucas. He could have stood up and taken the risk, even with a, a newborn child and, and a wife out of commission. Yeah. Like, they could have taken the risk as as, as the guy who's putting the food on the table for three people at the point uh, and, and gone for it and said, fuck you, free speech. And he probably would have gotten more customers out at the end. He probably would have gotten, however, in the intervening time, a media shitstorm and he might have gotten to the point where he lost his kid or lost his wife and kid. Well, yeah, so I, I don't mean, blame him for saying no. Well, uh, I, you know, and, and just just I can know, down that I can tie hole. this to a to a recent revelation of an older story, actually, and uh, you know it it, it uh, and analogizes well. You know, uh -huh. we uh, we uh, look at the leaked Hillary Clinton emails and uh -huh. uh, how they relate to Muammar Gaddafi. Well, uh, uh -huh. Muammar Gaddafi, he just loved his country and loved his uh, loved the continent that he was on, and he just wanted to. He was just looking out for him, you know. He was willing to take a stand and uh, yeah, you know sure. try and build something better for his people. And well, you know, we came, we saw he died, you know. So that's that's just a thing. That that's, that's just something that you face. But yeah, that's uh, yeah. in the. There's been some. Interesting things revealed in those, but oh, it's it's funny. Also, um, the uh, people are, you know, the infighting, and and my favorite part about all this, uh, Lucas coming out with you know like a fourth or fifth version of the swatting, and then uh, um, and then having his uh, his his boyfriend show up and start, um, sorry, his they them boyfriend show up and uh, and and recant recount their practiced uh, interview, um, their their practiced retelling of the story. Uh, which still it's still internally inconsistent. Um, Funny that. So it's 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 amazing. Like people gave this guy one hundred ten thousand dollars plus. It's it was one hundred eleven last time I checked it, but that was like days or a week ago. Isn't there some so unburnt witch a, that ha that was given a lot of money that hasn't used it all or something? Yeah, like that was seventy thousand dollars. There was huh. something about that. Huh. Weird. Yeah, that that, Weird. Woman, that, that um, seems like it's symptomatic. Yeah, so, so it's it's funny. Systematic, even now, you might say. So this, um, so this this uh, GoFundMe uh, was supposed to be for moving expenses mm. to you know because mm. fear fear for fearing for life. Uh, so moving expenses to move to another apartment in Canada, you know, before the Irish vacation, um, and then the rest of it was supposed to go towards uh, legal fees for lawyers to sue the police department for dead naming him on uh, an evidence bag. This is what it was supposed to be. Um, of course, the Irish vacation happened, um, and then that streaming backpack so they, uh, he could do live streaming. And then, of course, um, he's living a life traveling Europe, uh, where, and, and drained the money into a savings account. Um, now, I, I can understand that. If you have split fees here, if you're trying to do, you know, if you don't want to just, like, dump it all in one transaction, uh, and then, you know, if you, if, sorry, if you don't want to do it in, like, multiple transactions and figure things out, I get it. You know, you could always, you could easily say, okay, multi-purpose fund, um, and then I'll manage the funds later and provide receipts, which is never going to happen in this case. Right. Um, 
But a lot of times when you have a specific instance of, say, legal fees that are being funded for GoFundMe, you can assign someone else to be the recipient. And if someone else is the recipient, then that someone else, who is, is the intended destination for all the money, never has to worry about you touching the fucking money between point A and point B. So all the paying uh, donors, you know, say you can say paying customers of, of uh, Sir Keppel's, uh, all of Lucas's little fanboys that gave out their, their hard-earned cash, I'm sure, uh, from the parents, to fund this guy's Irish vacation, are, uh, are a lot of them are in denial right now. Um, if you bring up the fact that the lawsuit hasn't happened yet, you know, where is it? Uh, and just, like, as a reasonable question, without being hostile, just you say, hey, uh, where's this lawsuit? Immediately gets deflected to, uh, you know... You know, one, did you donate? No, then it's none of your business. It's like, no, it's pretty fucking funny, and since it's affecting the public infrastructure of the whole ass internet, I think it is my business. Um, and then, uh, and the, you know, the, the people that were paying donors or, or are more concerned about Keppel's uh, somehow, uh, a lot of them just immediately go into denial. And, you know, it'd be, it'd be really, really sad if it wasn't so fucking funny. Uh, thankfully, I didn't donate. So um, I'm not affected by the, uh, the loss of cash there. Then again, you know, the whole idea of having a loss of rights later on is uh, still something that irks me. Well, you know, uh, any reasonable person should be kind of concerned about something like that. Disconnect yeah, reconnecting. I think so. Huh. Wonder what happened Yeah, there. it's got the little circle of stupid on the uh, Odyssey. Oh, does it? Let me see if it went back live. It'll, it'll come back. Oh, okay. Yeah, it looks like it's fine live again. Oh no, we're we're talking about verboten subjects. Now nah, we're on Odyssey. It's fine. It's just well, it's hey, just that's Odyssey. the funny part, isn't it? That's the funny part, isn't it? Imagine having, imagine you know, being so trash, you got kicked off of this platform, <laughs> right? But that said, <laughs> that is something worth noting. I don't know if you catch much of a Tim Pool's live thing, and I don't catch it live. But I'll tell you what, it's a pretty decent ah, yeah, buffering. Yeah, figures. So it seems that that's been resolved. Hold on. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're good. Oh, it's about yeah, my side still has a circle, but I think I just need to refresh and it'll figure itself out. I, I ran through this problem earlier with the uh, the gym's yeah, my side, yeah. and my guess my guess is that yeah, there it is. Yeah, it often just will require a simple. Re- no, some some people were actually like playing me when I when I uh, shilled out the the stream link. For the gem stream, because like you know, Odyssey never works for me. I don't know. Here's the post. Now I'll say for uh, for that one, Odyssey was working really well with a lot. That's what I thought of people watching. It, it was so, there was four and a half thousand people watching that. Yeah, that's a just Odyssey. strong number for Odyssey. Keep in mind that the there were like five links put out um, by Josh and Jim on post, and I bet you they all got comparable numbers. It's very possible. You know, Post TV right. was getting hit pretty heavy, and and uh, uh, there was what the, the two or three others. Oh yeah, Jim always. Like, gets people numbers. were watching everywhere. Like I bet you his standard ten thousand was easily uh, uh, met or exceeded. Oh yeah, especially absolutely. for being the daytime daytime I, show on a Saturday. And on that note, I don't have. It, I, I, okay, let's just say that I don't have any connections that could feasibly reach out to uh, old Jersh, but if you do, um, mm-hmm. see if he'd be interested. Are you interested? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'd, 
I mean, oh, I have oh, one, but on there's no way in fucking hell. <laughs> no okay. fucking yeah, no. way that that would happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No. I, I think I understand. Yeah. And, and no, I, I can ping him on uh, on post. We'll yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. I mean, he's, he's a lot more available on there than he ever was on Kiwi Farms. Uh, right. Which, but if that, I'm the not sad mistaken, thing is, back up again. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it has never been down. I mean, so actually, right. it was down. It was He mentioned it was down earlier today because of uh, a router that he had shipped to the company that was hosting. Um, he, he shipped them a router, and then, like, weeks late, they inform him. They call him up and say, "We lost your router. Here's the cost of a new one." And then, so the new one has been installed, and he has to learn how to. But it, the the old one had a uh, had a, a GUI for admin. Yeah, and, and then uh, the new like one is yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So like that was when he mentioned it's been like it's only been down for that if it's even down. And, and so like it's it is hilarious. I love this narrative that that. Lucas and Fam have ever actually done anything more than change the uh, couple letters you have to type in on your fucking address bar. And now that said, <laughs> this is a concerted attack against one of the uh, one of the vanguards of the old internet. If we're going to be completely yeah. honest, well, here's the thing: I'm old guard. You know, I'm from same, I, right? I predate four. I predate four chan. I was on I was on bulletin board systems. You know, way back in the day, I did, you know, we, I did direct IP uh, direct connect, um, which was this predated like. The, yeah, uh, the first the time I got on the internet, I had to go through Telnet. Yeah, I, I remember Telnet. Um, you know, a, a Direct Connect was when you was kind of before the IP system allowed you to like to do, uh, uh, like internet forum stuff properly. Like when you were, so, say you were doing gaming, and you wanted to do multiplayer, there was a way to and, and this I shit you not, there was a way in Doom ninety five to do multiplayer with Direct Connect IP that allowed you to run someone else's. Uh, someone else's computer, basically. It just, it was extraordinarily shitty, and it broke all the time, but you could do it. Sure. So, like, this kind of, like, it, and the thing, it, it only, it sent, that the way that you sent the data back and forth, you didn't send, like, video, you were sending, basically, just the commands to move your character. So, the problem was, both keyboards and, my, and, and mice could work at the same time. <laughs> so, so if you got problem. conflicting com- when you got conflicting commands from someone, say, bumping their their desk or something from getting up, it would break. <laughs> it wasn't like you could both play the game together. It was like it just it shat its pants and it died. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of error so, correction in those days. Right. So anyway, like, so I was I was back from you know BBS kind of days. Uh, um, fuck with the other. Anyway, this, so I got on you know ninety two ninety three. The old, the old guard was there. We were basically the original ship posters, and you come in, 4chan comes around, fantastic, love B. You know, pole hilarious. Uh, the, the original bath crew, fantastic. And and these people don't know what the kind of the kind of shit they're fucking with um, when they're trying to kill all this stuff off. And a lot of people became moral fags, and I have nothing against that. Um, each their own. And, and, you know, people just got older and kind of aged out of as much of the ship posting. But, you know, they'll still look back and see if someone does it, they'll laugh their ass off. But now you have these people, these, these assholes like Lucas trying to come out on a power trip. Um, and, and really, a lot of there's a lot of interested parties in letting people just kind of, uh, like Jim was saying, take these faces and, and kill them off. 
you know, how many of these spaces do you know of? I'm blessed to know a lot more of these places than, say, Jim does, but I'm also not, you know, Joe Blow Normie out there Absolutely. looking for a place to shitpost. I, I get that, and it sucks. You know, like people don't, for instance, uh, dread on on uh, tour. One of the, if you're looking around tour early on, what's one of the first places you're going to land? That is basically Reddit for uh, for for drug addicts and opsec people and for shit posters. Uh, so imagine imagine Reddit never having uh, Chairman Pow show up. You know, before before the adpocalypse kind of shit, all that stuff. Imagine original Reddit. Oh, yeah, you, know, sure. you have the fedora hat. Yeah, fedora wearers who are smoking pot and uh, doing as much LSD as they can, and then you have <laughs> you have a bunch of nerds doing their uh, their opsec shit. That would be kind of people like people up my alley, and then you have a handful of shit posters that come in and stir stuff and then get kicked off because it's you know of course it's like Reddit. It's going to have mods. Sure, but like shit like that. Th- th- these these places exist in in accessible places on tour. On you know in the dark web, there's there are places for people to go. Problem is you have to deal with it. Now Brave as a browser and the Tor browser are competent browsers, mm-hmm. but you, that's another thing you have to do. And you, Brave, for instance, you can't use Brave on mobile to use Tor, which is dumb as fuck. But somehow that's a thing. Really? So I mean, you have to you have to start juggling extra browsers. You have to start juggling. Um, extra uh, extra locations to mirror up against uh, normie locations, and you have to hope that you can get the word out to people on in the normie net without getting your ass kicked off of it. This is a real problem. This is a free speech problem. This is this has nothing to do with Kiwi Farms anymore. It never really did. On that note, one of the greatest, uh, shall we say, victories for the people that hate America would be uh, one of the greatest uh, America haters that uh, that we've seen in our. Uh... In our days, and that would be when Barack Obama gave ICANN to the UN. Yeah, so, so that was um that was wrong. Um, never should have happened. I was I was like half a second from punching a hole in a wall. Um, we never should have let that happen. <laughs> Nothing we can do about it. But yeah, well, there should have know. been some uh, some concerted effort to turn that around, though, most certainly. Yeah, that was that was never that was never like. Here's the funny thing is we can we can easily just tell them to fuck off and uh, tell I can to do whatever once again. Um, but we're not going to do it because reasons. Yeah, it would take somebody who was willing to burn a lot of things down coming in yeah. and starting to burn things down. So that said, as much as people think Ron DeSantis is the is the man of 2024. I think you want to look at a blonde haired man who's, well, you know, uh, who's wearing a spiritual eye patch, shall we say. So, so, so not, I don't, not I don't a, want DeSantis to run. I, I don't want DeSantis to run 2024. I nope. want him to continue to be the Florida governor because now he's, I want a guy. Well, he's got at least six more years that he needs yeah. to look over Florida after six years. Well, yeah, maybe then who knows the, if, once the, the stage is set for someone to to come on that doesn't need to worry about being a bull in the china shop and firing literally fucking everyone, then yeah, you can get you can no, get I, a lot I, of people. I don't think he. Here's the thing: is is he is fantastic when he's in a position to tell the president to go fuck himself. That's what I want. I want that guy in charge of this state. 
Oh, I and you want more of that guy. You want guys like right. that. You want women like Christy No. You want people that I don't are want actually... Him. I don't want him at the top. I don't want him at the top because he's not the guy for the top. He's the guy to keep the guy at the top in check. He is He is right where he needs to be. I think that that's what I think of him. Well, yeah, I know. I mean, we need more people like I mean, that. He'd probably honestly, be an okay in president. In those he'd, he'd probably be a great president, but he is a much better governor. And that is like... And, and the option right now, fucking Chris... He fucked the state when he was in office. Hard. That guy does not... He has no business being a governor ever again. So, like, the fact that he's going to come... He thinks he can come back and do it. I just... We do not need to let Santa's go away right now. <laughs> Run to Santa's for rabbi. <laughs> oh, shalom. Anyway... That being said, um, shall we talk about well, no, actually, uh, Fetter Woman and Mini Fetter Woman? No, I actually got a, I got a rabbi segue here. Oh, dear. Uh, well, just it's 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 a short one, um, and it has to do with uh, has to do with the same Desantis shit. Go so um, this uh, this this uh, lady, what was her name? Something Park on uh, on the shitters uh, decides. To... <laughs> here it is. Yeah. Uh, She's got this whole long fucking thread, and uh, I'll I'll just dump my uh, response to it right here. You can uh, see exactly how I felt about that. This long thread basically describing DeSantis flying uh, 50 Venezuelans up to Martha's Vineyard as if it's the fucking cattle cars from the Holocaust. This lady who's clearly, you know, not a Jew, and she probably doesn't fucking know any, so it's like, oh, it's the MAGAs. The MAGAs are going to visit the Holocaust on us. And so I politely respond with, hi, Jew here. Can you find a moment to shut the fuck up now? Um, I don't know if you've seen this fantastic picture of the sign, this poster that was formerly out in front of uh, the island of Martha's Vineyard. It says, we respect women. We value black lives. We stand with our LGBTQ community members. But most importantly here... Um, we stand with immigrants, with refugees, with indigenous peoples, and with people of all faiths. We stand with our community. It took them less than 24 hours to kick 50 people out with the fucking military. I mean, I don't know about you, but uh, if there's one person that we should, we should put in charge of our border, it's whoever the hell got rid of the 50 people off the island. Because that person didn't fuck around. The National Guard was called in immediately, and they were gone. Oh, and you know what? We should go ahead and we should really go ahead and uh, mention something very specific about this Martha's Vineyard thing. Because uh, there was somebody um, who was quoted on NBC. Uh, well, they said something a little, uh, how shall we say, insensitive. Oh, it's the second picture in that tweet. It certainly is. And I'll just read it. Because it, Please do. I, I need no more than just say it. So, uh, that being said, a... Uh, uh, Mr. Lefield uh, said, it's like taking my trash out and just driving to different areas where I live and throwing my trash there. In reference to uh, these, you know, uh, Venezuelan, uh, these poor, uh, suffering Venezuelan humanitarian refugees just fleeing from a totalitarian oh, socialist regime. We should be clear here. Uh, these are Max Lefield the founding member of Casa Venezuela Dallas Foundation. Uh, Max Leffold's words. 
um, not ours. That mm-hmm. Venezuelans are trash. Yeah, those are his exact words. His exact quote. It is. He, he said it was like me taking my trash out. That's a. Uh, that's that's very, very inconsiderate, Mister Lafield. Yeah. Very. Now here's the thing. I think that Venezuelans, what they should do when they escape Venezuela, they should immediately go to the first U.S. embassy they can get in contact with, which is probably in Bogota, mm-hmm. and. They should apply for asylum there. That and they will would either be, be the placed appropriate way to do it. That's so exactly what you're supposed to do because then the embassy is that is going to be looking at your application is the closest to where you were actually trying to leave, so they can get the thing processed quickly and legally, and you'd be flown right to the United States and you'd be safe. Or you can get citizenship in an uh, in, in adjacent country, say Colombia, Panama, etc. Ecuador, Peru. Um, not only would you have more people that spoke your language down there, although there is a ton of people that speak Spanish in the U.S., um, you'd probably be closer culturally to where you left. Again, while there's a ton of people that have matching culture in the U.S., it just it would feel much more like home down there. But again, if they go through the legal route, here's the thing: they also get the ability to appeal a decision if they do it legally. If you use um, if you use applying for asylum status as your defense in court after illegally crossing a border, your ability to appeal the application decision goes out the window because you'll you be have admitted to a crime. Your ability to come your ability to return to the US ever is now in jeopardy because the US does not look very kindly upon people breaking the law when they're not citizens. They definitely do not get allowed back in. If you if especially if it's for immigration purposes. So Legally, uh, let's hold on. Let's clarify. They don't get legally allowed back in. You can come back in as many fucking times. Oh yeah, MS thirteen does it ten or fifteen times in a row. Sure, but yeah. But again, the the major the point here is that if you if you do the process legally, if you go through the asylum process legally, you have every fifth and seventh opportunity to appeal your way into getting in anyway. It just might take longer, but again, you can actually appeal. You can you can follow the process further along. If you jump the border, you've lost all of that shit, and you're never getting allowed back in legally. Like all, anytime you apply for a visa in the future, if you try it, you know, from say, say you got resettled in Mexico somehow because Mexico doesn't let people resettle there, but hey, say it happened. Uh, if sure. you then say you want to visit a friend you just met on the internet, uh, say right across the border in Texas or in in, um, in California, the uh, the um, the immigration uh, people in the U.S. are going to tell you to fuck off because you broke the law trying to get into the U.S. They don't like, like, you have to wait at least 10 years before they reconsider that stuff. Yeah, funny how that works. Well, you know, we've talked about this before, and, you know, I've got I've got a strong solution to our border. It doesn't even require a wall. Yep. But it's it's a harsh solution, you know, but harsh solutions provide strong resolutions. You know, if we treat all invaders as armed unless we can visually prove otherwise and and have our border patrol agents act appropriately with armed suicide vest wearing individuals then the problem resolves itself very quickly very quickly i mean they they see the result and they're like oh my god that's horrifying I I like breathing and being on top of the ground, so I don't think I'm going to do this. And oh, the, the problem's gone. Oh. What's another thing you consider? Sure. 
the um, barring, barring obviously, barring obviously, I, I should note regular yeah. ports of entry and uh, legal, yeah. uh, legal. I'm all uh, for immigration. Forms. You know, a reasonable amount of immigration if we, if it's done legally. Sure, come on in. You know, just follow our fucking laws. It's not that hard. It's, that's that's literally it. Like the day the day laborers can do it. Why the fuck can't these people? Uh, so so uh, here, here's the thing I find hilarious though at all of this is the the counter warfare going on. Uh, and I'm sure you, you've seen it too. Um, Mexico is not happy with the United States right now, especially Mexico City, and you, you know why this is, right? Uh, you mean aside from the gentrification? Oh, it's 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 all of the uh, the the best and brightest of what San is it? Francisco. The the uh, the debrowning of Mexico, I guess you could say. Well, here's the funny thing about that is Mexico's had white people this entire time. There's yeah, a ton it's, of white people it's in Mexico. funny like, that it's not all it's not it's all short funny brown how people. Spanish people are Latin, isn't it? Isn't yeah, that it's, weird? it's not a bunch of short brown oh, yeah. people. It's a bunch of short brown beige and white people. Yeah, yeah. And it's <laughs> it's 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 ridiculous. And so, but yeah, the the major thing is is we sent our best and brightest uh, to Mexico City to shit the place up. Um, and it, my favorite part about that is they show up down there and they're surrounded by a ton of Mexicans and they don't understand why this is in Mexico. Why would you find so many Mexicans in Mexico City, Mexico? Yeah, it's not weird. It's like... not about this. Why aren't there more Africans down here? I don't know, man. Well, they're busy crossing the border, let's be fair. Well, it's just these are all people that have never been to another fucking foreign country finally going out and branching out because they think it's going to be better. And what do they find? Oh, it's almost like most people in other countries are mostly from those fucking countries. America is an exception in this regard. We are a melting pot. And not even the entirety of our country is. Just some areas of it. And the entirety of our country shouldn't be, to be fair. Like, there are well, areas it, that it, should it, just it, retain it, some of their own heritage, for fuck's sake. Well, again, I mean, keep keep in mind that, like, the regional aspect of places in the United States is kind of one of the big things. You can you can come here and experience so many different cultures in one country. Yeah, that's McDonald's cool. is you nice know, and all, but, you know, I, I want my fucking local shit. Well, I mean, for instance, you can go and talk to all the Dutch people living up in North Dakota. Which is a weird thing, if you think about it. It's, why are they all there? It's because that's where they ended up after the war. Oh, sure. You know, and you have to say, oh, well, which war? It's like, well, pick one. There's a whole bunch of them where they had to resettle. Oh, they sure. have all the Dutch that came over when they were doing uh, the, uh, the expansion out into the West. And then there were several new waves of them that came over because, hey, there's Dutch people here. In the same way, we have uh, a lot of French people in certain areas, a lot of French culture along the Mississippi. You know, that's a pretty cool thing, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, honestly, to the point that it's basically made that area kind of its own country, at least culturally. Well, that's the thing, is, is we're all united by the principles uh, behind the country. That's that's the idea. of uh, The idea is that we can have so many different, so much variety in our country as long as we all abide by the same governing set of principles and rules. And you know what? That is, that's, that's such a beautiful segue into our man with the horsey plan, chunk yogurt. So, so the dumb jerks, they've all basically come out and said, you know, maybe police aren't so bad. Yeah. 
So anyway, our man Chunk, he, uh, you know, what, what was the date on this? Uh, June 25th, 2020. I'll just read it direct from the horse's mouth. Oh, I'm done. Is, no, he's not a horse. He's a brown buffalo, sir. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm, Get uh, your ruminants in order. I I am, <laughs> but my allegories are perfect and utterly in line. So Go for it, it works. Anywho. <laughs> nay, sir. Nay, I say to you. Anyway. <laughs> 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 All righty. Okay, so quoting our man Chunk, uh, as of uh, June 25th, 2020, I'm done. I am now supporting hashtag defund the police 100%. I'm already largely agreed with the substance of the argument, and now I'm down for the framing too. There is no reform or transformation that can fix this. We have to start over and completely rebuild policing in this country. And then we'll give ourselves an update from not but four days ago, September 13th, 2022. Oh, boy. Uh, the uh, the raging buffalo had to say, will people who came up with the fund the police quote-unquote slogan admit that they were wrong? It was wildly <laughs> counterproductive framing. You don't speak for Please the left. See. And neither do people pushing the counterproductive, quote-unquote, abolish presence. Polls show that almost no one on the left agrees with you. Here's the thing. If you, if you read back his, his quote, he's still not talking about himself because he doesn't think he came up with it. Well, because he can do no wrong. No, no, see, he said, with the people that came up with it, blah, 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 blah. All right. He doesn't think he's one of those people. He doesn't think that he helped push it at all. Oh, well, no, of course. Ain't just right. an innocent buffalo. He, he hasn't, yeah, he, he's not the one who, who made this a branding thing for his channel for however many months. Right, and you don't brand buffalo, you brand cattle, right. He didn't, he didn't, uh, he didn't consider rewinding for office yet again and failing, um, on a, on a political issue like this. Why would he do something like that? Why would he mention that as being a branding item for his pack, Wolfpack? <laughs> I mean, who's to say? Oh, my God. There, there are just some mysteries that are too great for an equine mind to comprehend. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, uh, in his case, um, like, I mean, I'd say like child care, but it's like nephew care. Indeed, you know, I mean... Well, you know, sometimes you just need the assistance of a good clinical veterinary psychologist, you know? Well, I'd suggest playing the Sam Hyde clip, but I think that everyone who's played that so far has gotten their entire existence wiped out. Because the zone doesn't know how to handle customers. It is a funny world that Or, or Dazen, as everyone else is calling it. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> like, if you didn't get your own footage... It's the thing, uh, like, not too keen. I tried, here's the, the funniest thing about that is I tried to pay to watch. I tried for a solid hour to pay to watch that fucking fight. <laughs> they wouldn't take my fucking money. And then finally it went through and you were able to watch it legitimately, of course, just like I was. Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, but only at the very last moments. Thankfully, thankfully when the Sam Hyde fight came up. Thankfully, yes, of course, everything went through completely legitimately, which is excellent because I mean, the last thing you want to do is the wrong thing. So don't do the wrong thing, guys. Don't do the wrong thing. Do the right thing. And, yeah, and, uh, and uh, send and, a super chat to Andy instead of these fuckers that can't run a fucking website. Indeed. indeed. And uh, 
Oh, so something we had last week. Um, that was off of a Texas teacher that was saying uh, uh-huh. about the map thing. So yeah. there may be some more context to that. I can't. I honestly can't uh-huh. say. But... I think. I think that there was a there was a thing where like a person was trying to explain what maps are um, to, to parents to be on the lookout. I know that your one you're talking about is the one that was not doing that. This is the one that was being a, a psychotic person. There was another person who got well, fired. Well, no, she did get fired. Uh, this was the Texas teacher I mean, that said, "Stop calling them that. You're not allowed to label people like that. Stop it, Diego, et cetera, et cetera. We're not a, we call them maps. So don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five year old." Is uh, the exact quote. But that person, there is, there's been some talk that basically that was them trying to prepare the class to deal with people like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is the same one. That's that's what I was gonna say. Is uh, this now? There was another person. That, uh, that that was not talking to a classroom that was talking about uh, there was like a, a psychologist that was talking about maps mm-hmm. and uh, why they prefer to call them maps because pedophiles stigmatize and blah 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 it's like you're fucking one of them and we know it just, oh. just fucking admit it we have an update from uh, Kanakistan so a uh, topic I was Uh-oh. we were probably just going to touch on uh, touch on like a, a set of giant fucking gumdrops that your eyes just can't avoid seeing because they're cutting boards in your shop class. You know exactly where this one's going. <laughs> it would appear... Yeah, because you probably saw about ten tweets coming out of my timeline. <laughs> so, uh, it seems Sorry that this... It seems that this uh, very driven... It seems like this 35-pound bust... Uh, sorry, continue. Yeah, yeah. Well, sorry, 35-pound just... prosthetic bust. Well, it was initially... Uh, okay, well, I should give some background. So there's this uh, maybe shop teacher or something. I don't know guy. specifically. This guy. It's a there's... guy who, who who goes to a Toronto school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, uh. there's this guy in a Toronto school that is being wildly inappropriate with, uh, with the students. A 35-pound silicone prosthetic bust. That he wears under a sweater to go to school and teach kids shop class. So the initial reply to uh, this, uh, to videos of this getting out, was shock and horror, as one might expect, and then of course also uh, a circling of the wagons from the usual suspects. Now we have just got, uh, as I said, an update out of uh, our uh, Kanukistani correspondent, and that is <laughs> that um, our. Uh, our endowed uh-huh. shop teacher is a, a teacher no more. Now, this is to be taken Good. with a grain of Fuck salt him. because this is breaking, breaking news. So if there's more to it, we will follow up on it. But for now... Well, let's see. I'll go to Google and type in guy wears giant tits in Toronto. And <laughs> well, hold on. I don't, thumbs up. You, you might want to put school in there, too. I mean, we are talking about Toronto. Let's be fair. <laughs> fair point. There you could know. be many customers of that particular, I mean, you, you know, that particular prosthetic shop. <laughs> absolutely. And not only the prosthetics. I mean, again, Toronto. Isn't Justin Trudeau near there? I think he is. So oh, my God. I don't oh, think yeah, we need to say more than that. Tit, isn't he? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's at least one. <laughs> right? <sighs> oh, speaking of. Yeah. Speaking of giant tits, uh, we've also got a quick update out of uh, Mr. <laughs> Officer President Harris, excuse me, Mrs. Officer President Harris, 
uh, that would be uh, 9.09 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the clock. That would be that the government should not tell women what to do with their bodies or how to plan their families. And now, obviously, I had a reply to this uh, that would be regarding... I'm sorry, it was Oakville. Oakville teacher. Oh, well, there you go. Oakville. Uh, well, it is still, nonetheless, in the air. I think that's still Toronto. Right. Uh. But, um, but, yeah, it seems that... Um, Officer President Slave Driver Harris uh, thinks that women should not be told by the government what to do with their bodies. And oh, really? uh, yeah, you can probably. I mean, like imagine. when you enslave them in prison when they're uh, they're legally allowed to leave. Yeah, yeah, that's one. That's <laughs> that seems one. to be like telling them what to do. It does, and also, you know, I mean, uh, if you can't tell a woman that she can uh, can or can't, uh, you know. Uh, have this medical procedure uh, what about another medical procedure for instance not naming any names because this is going up on youtubes but uh yeah you know, what what about that what about another medical procedure that uh that uh, shall we say makes uh, many many adults sad 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 you know and I uh, again, this is going up on YouTube, so I'm not going to get more specific because, uh, in <laughs> reference to something we were talking about earlier, Doctor Motherfucking Drew Pinsky was on Tim Pool's show, and every time they got on the topic of horse medicine, him, <laughs> the uh, the stream started cutting out. Never minding that Tim has like fucking wait, gigabit are you talking fiber. about the horse abortifacient? Uh, no, not the horse, uh, not the horse abortive, the, uh, the, uh, miracle horse medicine that does so many things other than... Oh, I thought for a second you were talking about the extreme hypocrisy from Democrats telling people to take a horse stomach pill. I'm going to put this up on fucking YouTube. I don't need this one to get fucking deleted for us even mentioning it. Because that it's, happened. It's okay, because it's the one that they're advocating. But they fucking deleted the shit, so I'm not... No. No. <laughs> Feel free to bleep it now. <laughs> uh, no, no. I'm pretty sure we... Uh, I made enough of a kerfuffle over that to uh, to cover us. Oh, fucking Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, goddamn This is going to start listing random medicine names. <laughs> Yeah, let's, yeah, we're just going to have to like list off fucking medical studies and not give it any Hey, context. children, take ubiquinone. It's in all your food. <laughs> That'd be taurine, by the way. All right. And it is, and everything that you eat that's made out of other things, like, say, fish or mm. chicken or cow. Mm, fair enough. All meats, all meats have taurine. Hmm. So even if, even if you're a fucking vegetarian, eventually you're going to get some of that in you. Or you make it yourself. It's good for you. Indeed it is. And now while we're on the topic of the kind of things you can't talk about, we can... Well, we can fly a little around the sun even if we can't fly into the fucking flares. Am I right? So the Fifth Circuit had a, a decision based on Alex Berenson and his uh, ongoing cases against Twitter and oh, other God, companies. That guy, he's a, now, let me just go ahead and preface this. The guy's a shithead. Sure. But... He's a bit of a dick, but, too. And, yeah, and, and again, this this is this is a pretty gigantic butt here. Um, 
he should never been kicked off Twitter. No. The res- the response to bad speech, quote bad, is more speech. Absolutely. It doesn't even have to be good speech. It means more speech. Well, it's like, okay, you, l- let's look at it this way. It doesn't way. mean shouting someone down either. These guys, they're the ultimate authority, and they know without question what is true and right. So obviously they're going to be able to just argue their point and convince us of their points, right? <laughs> well, so instead uh, we get the uh, discovery that comes I'm out of sorry, this. I'm sorry, let's go back and look at how many of our episodes... <laughs> two gone one temporarily all of them perfectly valid and backed up by peer-reviewed studies and i can't get a reply as to what specifically was wrong with them even though i actually got a reply from team I, you know i bet you i know what it is it's probably because i'm jewish mm, should probably push that angle yeah it is it's well i mean consider you know these people <laughs> they listen to a lot of what comes out of, you know, the EU. The EU being centered, you know, in uh, in a certain European country wherein there was a third thing that had promised to become a fourth thing that would be centered there and would, you know, rule over all European nations. Who's to say what happened with that? Who's to say if, you know, that uh, that old painter that died in the 80s of old age on his farm in Argentina oh, didn't provide up. some, you know, uh, <laughs> some advice to friends back home. Who can say? Who can say? And, and you know, call me on that. But you're not calling me. You're calling the CIA. They're the ones who put the fucking thing in the, in the release. Why in the fuck they would put that in the JFK release? Who fucking knows? But they did. But they fucking did. So some Austrian painter died of old age in the 80s. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, I've gotten off on a fucking tangent. But yeah, the long and short of it is basically what's happened here is through the discovery of this, first and foremost, we haven't even got back to the initial point, but through the discovery, we found that there is direct communication between the White House and various social media companies to literally and directly affect the civil slash human rights of American citizens which is patently unconstitutional. So things are very likely about to get interesting. There is already a, con- a class action suit uh, getting together. When there's more on that, I, I mean, I only know that it's getting together. So when there's more, we will be following up on this. You can rest assured of that. But I will include a link to the actual published opinion on that. But the long and short of that opinion, yeah. the uh, Fifth Circuit opinion, is basically... These people cannot censor these points of view if they want to retain their 230 protections, which is what well, sh- we've yeah. argued on this very show from the early days. Yeah. It's like, no, Section 230 should exist. Like I said. Absolutely. Like I said, the, the, the idea that is that you know fair use as a doctrine has been fleshed out in case law. Section 230 continues to not be fleshed out in case law because nobody has the money to challenge it, and nobody's willing to fucking take it to court, and it should be. It needs to have. It needs to be contoured. That's you know the the legalese kind of aspect well, of things. They say well, they that's how the we law. get our laws to adapt to new things is by taking it to court and actually also, it's getting not a just decision. New things in this case, though, it's not just new things in this case. It's distinctly 
getting rid of bad editorialization through shit moderation. Well, actually, that's that's a really good kind of. Um, it's, it's I can't like, I can't think of the word. Meta publication. It's, it's a. There's an exact word that I can't fucking think of, but it bears a similarity to the Bruin decision, in that yeah. it um, it clarifies long legally unclear areas. You know, it's been right. a long time since the Supreme Court was willing to touch Second Amendment related rights cases, and for good reason. You know, with the mixed makeup, or say abortion. Right. Also that. Yeah. Yeah. You fucking idiots. You had to fucking challenge it. You had to say, well, maybe Roe, maybe Roe needs to be, uh, maybe it needs to cover some more things. You motherfuckers, you look at the makeup of the court and you say to yourselves, now, now is the time to challenge this shit. No, no, you fucking drop it. You do what New York City does and you find a way to get that shit out of the courts. Even if it's completely illicit, you fucking do it. And you get that out of the court's eye. But no, no, they have to spit in the court's eye. And so the court wipes off its eye. And, you know, uh, there's and well, a, here, and a powerful minority man <laughs> comes up and says, I remember, Joe. I remember. And I will never let me, forget. Let me go ahead and, and answer a rundown here. Uh, oh, yeah. I am a, a practicing faithful Jew with the Jewish mother. I think that should cover all your bases for you. Oh yeah, so full on. <laughs> never, never like been hidden or crypto or any of that shit. So what's your take on bacon? It's delicious. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is. No, I think. I think that's that's. So here's the thing: is is Orthodox Jews are not all Jews by a long shot, and uh, ultra Orthodox are our version of Westboro Baptist Church, and that's a tiny minority people. So, the problem with ultra-Orthodox is they look exactly like Orthodox Jews. Hold on, are you saying you that God hates apart. pork? Yeah. <laughs> what brand is the best hummus? The brand you make at home. Also, I don't like hummus. I'm weird. Mother mm. loves it. I don't like it very much. Yeah, the best hummus I've ever like, had. I don't, like, uh, um, I don't like pine nuts in my... Um, How's it called? Um, oh, fuck. Uh, uh, pesto. I don't like pine nuts and pesto. I, I don't. I can't stand that shit. Hmm. Oh, speaking of nuts and pesto, um, oh, that's such a good. That's such a fucking good segue. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, anyway, so um, we've learned something new uh, that doesn't surprise us at all about uh, monkeypox. It would turn out that a disproportionate number of those who have oh, contracted God. it uh, appear <laughs> somehow to be HIV positive. Now, oh, researchers are absolutely flummoxed. Absolutely gobsmacked by this revelation. It's that they're being paid to do further research on this subject. Further fucking research on this subject. Like, not that they got enough public funding to waste people's time originally. They're going further with it. So it's it's just it's just, it's a basic lesson in statistics. You know, the people who constitute forty uh, percent of the HIV positive population in the U.S. You know, happen to be a tiny ass minority, which also happen to be 
probably um, equal to 50% of sexual encounters uh, in the United States. Um, somehow they managed to pass around the most sexually transmitted disease. Who so, knew? So I And that they're all that's... HIV positive and fucking vulnerable, and a uh, disease like monkeypox shows up. I, I, I'm, I'm failing to see the confusion here. Well, you like, know, they there's... have three hypotheses. Like, you only need one, don't you? Well, you know, there's this whole immaculate conception. And, and uh, you know, a patient zero. And then there's the time that the pangolin entered the cloaca of the bat. And... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mickey Mouse got involved fucking a, uh, a pangolin bat or something later, didn't he? Uh, something like that. Yeah, the world's gone uh, quite bad, quite bad. Uh, but yeah, I'll throw in the uh, the link to the NPR article in the the show links if anyone has, wants to check that out later. But yeah, it's um unsurprising. Go fucking figure. But um, yeah, basically, um, what is this? This uh, back to that Supreme Court uh, deal. Basically, the uh, just a real quick read through of the most pertinent section is just I'm going to read it directly off page seven and eight. Is mm-hmm. next applying the Supreme Court precedent, we hold C that Section Seven does not regulate the platform's speech at all. It protects other people's speech and regulates the platform's conduct. This is the fifth court decision I was talking about a moment ago. Our decision D is reinforced by 47 U.S.C. Uh, Code 230, which reflects Congress's judgment that the platforms are not speaking when they host other people's speech. And that's that's the. That's a big, big deal. There could be some very, very interesting things that come out of this Fifth Circuit decision. I mean, this could be, this could be like an internet brewing. Yeah, maybe. If it's, I mean, my favorite treatment. part about all this would be that if it was an asshole like Alex Berenson. Well, you know what? Assholes <laughs> make shit happen. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Well, it's, actually, it's let, well, let's thing. be honest. Well, in, let's I'm be honest. Actually, camp. if if we're talking about Berenson. He's not an asshole. He's a dick because he fucks assholes and pussies. Right? <laughs> but eventually... Yeah, okay, okay, okay. I'm going to go through the rest of that fucking speech. That was a fantastic movie. Uh, point being here, it's, 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 the same, it's, it's the same exact fucking variation on a theme here. You know, Lucas goes after Kiwi Farms. I'm sorry, Keffels goes after Kiwi Farms. And... I'm put in the position of sympathizing with a bunch of pricks over on Kiwi Farms. Because oh. I don't want an, a piece of shit like Lucas, sorry, Keppels, to come out and ruin the entire rest of the fucking internet for everyone. Oh, you think I've enjoyed standing up for fucking cops for two years? Right. It's the same shit every single time. These assholes go too far on this stuff. And it's like, like look, we need cops for some things. But we really don't need to behave well with the cops for a lot of things. But the stuff that we need them for, you're fucking doing. And then you're upset that they show up when the rest of us want you to go away. You know? A little shit like that. Like, I it, again, the same thing always comes into this shit when it comes to, like with gun issues. Like, the cops are just there to do cleanup uh, when it comes to a home invasion. They aren't preventing jack or shit there. Their whole job is to show up and hopefully find the guy who broke in and did whatever and then left. 
you know, or, or got shot and killed. Yeah, so. well, they're at best, at absolute best, if you're calling the cops, they're going to be coming there to secure the scene and save what can be saved. At best. Now, you, there is the possibility that better could happen. But the old adage is, when seconds count, cops are minutes away. And to be honest, the nationwide gold standard for police response time, five minutes. That is the, that is the gold standard. If you hit that, your police department <laughs> yeah. is fucking aces. You are a triple A, a uh, fucking department. Five minutes in a 30 second scenario. Yeah. Or, you know, it can always be five minutes in a, uh, in a what, a one hour scenario and, uh, and they never actually do anything. Oh, yeah. They could arrive. Yeah. They're within <laughs> five minutes and then they could stand in the fucking halls for 90 or so if they felt so inclined. <laughs> Waiting for keys to an unlocked room because they're just following orders. Oh, but, uh, yeah, you were talking about cleanup, and on the note of cleanup, we've, uh, it looks like a little bit of cleanup is going on, uh, up at the higher levels as well of, uh, things. So, uh, Samantha Power has been, uh, sent a letter from, uh, the Senate that is calling on USA to suspend all grants to, uh, Dayzac's EcoHealth Alliance. And uh, we've spoken at length on their connections to the current load of shit in which we find ourselves. Yeah, how about that? So, uh, I, I hope that, uh, I, I just want Dashik to get his ass over here and get his ass right. At this point, like, it's like the same way that Fauci needs to be fired and uh, have, or, you know, at a, at a very minimum, have any of the benefits he's been promised uh, stripped away from. Um, and never be allowed to, to work in the federal government ever again. Ever. Um, the same way, uh, Dashik needs to be arrested, at a minimum, for sending this shit over there. Just just for the, the, the failure to, re- to do adequate reporting. That should be fined in such a way that the EcoHealth Alliance is crushed financially. Well, I mean, to be completely fair, it would not be untoward to take EcoHealth Alliance to The Hague. Four crimes against humanity. There is an easy, easy argument that could be made to that. And any lawyer worth their shit could make a very compelling argument. Because it's all out there. I mean, every bit of data you'd need to do it is there. And, uh, I mean, you may not be able to post your trial to YouTube, but, you know... It doesn't mean it's not true, because as we know, being uh, being true is no protection from uh, the banhammer. <sighs> and speaking of true things, um, have you heard about the the latest episode of uh, We Was Rangs? No, um, I heard that there are a lot of really fun reviews. Well, there's some really great lines too, like. Uh, Elf workers are taking our trades, and uh, elves will not replace us. As they're, as they're, uh, as the crowd is giving a a Roman esque salute to their uh, to their really? uh, you know speaker. Interestingly, <laughs> there, I will say that the fella does appear slightly more tanned 
than many of the other uh, individuals speaking. There does have a, a perhaps mild orange tint to his hair. Obviously, that's entirely coincidental. They wouldn't do something so subtle and utterly ridiculous as that. Right? But yeah, so yeah, if, if you're watching uh, Rangs... Girlfriend moment. Don't. I'll be right back. <laughs> don't. You are uh, burning your life away for absolutely nothing. Nothing at all. Okay, now. Let's see here. We've got... Uh, we got a couple of things to to cover as well. We'll wait till uh, we'll wait till Craig gets back to go over a couple of things. But uh, uh, what I will say is that uh, I'm going to try and get the telegram back up to a running standard. I've been uh, woefully inadequate in running it uh, over the past three months because the injury kept me from adequately sitting down and just diving into the data and being able to present news. So if you are uh, going to subscribe to the telegram, it's going to be largely updates from the Eastern front as to uh, what's going on there and its geopolitical ramifications beyond that. There'll of course be show updates and uh, some of the show ideas, but until that situation resolves itself, it's, kind of the linchpin that's driving the modern narrative du jour, if you will. So, you know, something that needs following. Uh, now, beyond that, uh, too, do uh, give us a follow and uh, keep an eye on Odyssey, because Whenever eventually the fucking ban hammer comes for us on YouTube, this will be the uh, okay. this will be the place to find us. Uh, oh man, <laughs> I, I added an acquaintance back to a DM group. <laughs> I think he's gonna add everyone he knows. <laughs> he's not happy. You don't say. <laughs> huh? You'll have that sometimes. <laughs> I mean, it'll be, it's a great shitstorm when it happens. Oh, yeah. This is the guy that I, I will call in for an untag thread. If you don't know what those are, they're fantastic and hilarious. Hmm. Uh, vaguely familiar. But um, yes. since we were on the topic of uh, The Hague uh -huh. and all that before, uh -huh. you, uh, before you stepped out, I've got, uh, I've made mm -hmm. my own segue this time, right? Good job on my own. Oh, yeah, good. So anyway, uh, there's, a, there's a fella. A fella that uh, comes from a country you may, may not have heard of, called Kosovo. And, uh, 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 I thought that was Serbia. <laughs> it's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Hashim Thaki, um, well, he's, uh, he's got some issues uh, in the not-so-far past. Uh, he's facing war crimes at The Hague. And this is a fella that... Um, and he was a big, big fan, big supporter of uh, Bill Clinton. So, now... <laughs> How about that? So, uh, Michael Tracy just brought up something really, really interesting regarding, you know, kind of the whole thing. And about uh, Noam Chomsky on uh, <laughs> that time that Bill Clinton kind of completely just lied to our fucking face about uh, Serbia and everything and got us into war there. And uh, how that shall we say, rhymes with the world of today. So I'm going to 
I'm going to go ahead and drop, uh, funny enough, I'm going to drop a link to Chomsky's actual article of uh, the, it's specifically a review of NATO's war over Kosovo by Chomsky. Uh-huh. It's like, uh, it's a 21-year-old article, but uh, as I said, uh, history, maybe it doesn't repeat, but it sure the fuck rhymes. So I'll be uh, I'll be throwing that below for anybody that wants to just kind of look over things and see what a funhouse mirror looks like when it looks back through time. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that. The next one. This uh, this is interesting. Our man Crab Crawler has been. Uh, he just happened across something absolutely fascinating and that was a fella on tiktok that posted a video saying that uh, there are people that have been paying four hundred dollars a spot for anti-trump anti j6 propaganda lie otherwise whatever we don't care just put the uh, data out there i'll put a direct link to that and then i certainly recommend that anybody is this something that like i could sign up for and then like do it and then also mock it as I'm doing it. Mm. This is like one of those Twitter was Twitter things or no? No, no, no. I mean, you actually have to go through handler and shit like that. So. Oh, okay. I thought this was like one of those um, those uh, uh whatever the like the was a JoJo and uh of of jurors and and then the uh the the M M M Paladin guy or whatever the Bronx guy. Yeah, no, this, kind of... this one isn't an automated thing. It's a... Uh... Oh, because I'd love to be able to do that and then quote tweet myself and say, this is all bullshit, don't pay attention. Yeah, no, this one, unfortunately, <laughs> it has to be handled appropriately. Because uh, if not, it... Well, it's uh, as I said, our, uh, <laughs> our man Crabcrawler has done a deep dive and uncovered many interesting things. Mm. Now, okay. this $400 comes from an organization by the name of uh, the Good Info Foundation. The Good Info Foundation. Lovely name, isn't it? The Good mm-hmm. Info Foundation is a 501c3. Sorry, or, sorry, sorry. Good Information Civic News Initiative is a 501c3. The Good Information Civic News Initiative is not technically the Good Information Foundation, but they are, and uh, they tie directly into uh, you know all the usual suspect. Uh, the uh, Rick Stingle, the American editor, author, a former government official, he's the board chairman, and he served on Obama's uh, Under Secretary of State for Public Diplomacy and Affairs between uh, 2014 and 16. And he is, uh, shall we say, notorious. But anyway, uh, we get back to that, and we take a look at a 501c3, and there's something about a 501c3 that is very, very noteworthy. They are uh, exempt from taxes, obviously, so any uh, donations given thereto can be written off as tax-exempt. But with that, they are prohibited from either directly or indirectly participating in or intervening with all politics. Campaigns on behalf of, in opposition to, candidates, anything, they are barred. And 
with a few things, our man has found that link. Good Information Foundation is the nonprofit arm of Good Information Inc., and this is based on their own publicly released data. So again, I recommend anyone follow through on this thread. I'll put it. To, I'll drop a review in staff chat if you want to follow up on that. But I will absolutely be putting a link to that thread below so that anybody that wants can certainly follow through. Oh yeah, yeah. Basically, like a shell company. Yes, exactly. You've got it. So they are just an arm. So uh, they're a little bit. A little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit everywhere. And then we find out something quite interesting. I'll just read it direct from Axios. They're a fairly noteworthy uh, publication. People think they're uh, trustworthy. As they I know they're NewsGuard certified. So uh, a new public benefit corporation backed by billionaire Reed Hoffman, George Soros... And others is launching Tuesday to fund new media companies in an effort to tackle misinformation. Why it matters? Good Information Incorporated aims to fund and scale small businesses that cut through echo chambers with fact-based information. There you go. I think that pretty well makes it clear. As it well, right, I have to to break this for uh, some breaking news. I think oh. someone might. Someone might get first-hand discovery experience of understanding what the fuck he is. Oh? You know the phrase, right? It's a pretty powerful and strong rule for all for all chans. Never go to D. There's a, there's a reason for this. Mm, has someone made a bad mistake? Someone is curious. Wait, what's D? I never checked if there was a D. I said, never go to D. Oh, okay. So they said, okay, I'll listen to the science. <laughs> oh, and uh, just because I have got it, an update on uh, the potentially fired um, teacher bust would be that uh, this is, uh, again, grain of salt, but reading directly from uh, some release DMs, I'm not going to give you any names, I'm not going to bring it up on screen, is uh, apparently he got fired yesterday. Uh, reply being link. Reply to that is my daughter is friends with a kid that goes to that school. Him and his friends are apparently in trouble because they started the whole thing about this teacher's. He told her last night that he got fired. Reply to that being LMFAO. Damn, I saw the original post when it was first uploaded online. I was hoping this would end in justice. Why the hell would the kids be getting in trouble though? This was beyond fuck. Sexualizing children to fill your humiliation slash voyeur fantasies is disgusting reply that's exactly what I asked my daughter she totally agreed if I find out more I'll update you reply thanks man appreciate it now grain of salt with all that but this is coming from one of our Kanakistani correspondents so it bears at least mention so that's the uh, the situation with the creepy Kanakistani teacher we will uh have to just kind of keep an eye on that and see if that proves out. Now then, I've got that. Let me get my other topics of the day that we've got to cover. Because it has been an interesting week. Oh, uh, that uh, that fellow on there, uh, behind the Good Info Foundation, uh, by the name of Richard Stingle, he, 
He personally described himself as the chief propagandist and supporter of domestic U.S. propaganda at, uh, at, of course, of course, at a council on foreign relations symposium. Obviously. Where better? I mean, if it's not going to be there, it's going to be a WEF thing, right? I mean, how could it not be? Yeah. <sighs> now... Okay, so here's another one tying back into some other stuff. Now, this this one's kind of early days, so we're going to have to, another one we're going to have to keep an eye on, but this one's out of zero hedge, and it relates to the Lancet, and what's happened over there is, actually, you know, let me just uh, pop this up here. The Lancet, um, in a recent, uh, let me see here, what's the date on this? September 15th, they've uh, turned around, basically. They're saying there is the possibility, uh, the specific note is, independent researchers have not yet investigated the U.S. U.S. laboratories engaged in laboratory manipulation of SARS-CoV-like viruses. Again, quoting Zero Hedge, who is uh, quoting The Lancet. So, don't take it up with me, take it up with The Lancet. Uh And... No independent, transparent, and science-based investigation has been carried out regarding the bioengineering of SARS-like viruses that was underway before the outbreak of COVID-19, writes The Lancet, and I will include the link to that specific Lancet article. I am not making any such claims myself. However... Vociferously, I might defend them. It doesn't matter because these are made by the Lancet. And oh, you were giving me shit earlier about horse medicine. I, I'm just giving you the line about horse medicine because that's what we have to fucking do. Because everything is stupid. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I mean, it's obvious. I mean, we've got all the paperwork. We've gone over it on this show numerous times that there has been fuckery afoot and that these things have been meddled with and it's all on paper but now that everything has gotten weird we just can't talk about it anymore but it is interesting to see the lancet finally floating some of these things out there but uh, i'll throw a link uh, as i said to the lancet article as well as the zero head that kind of gives a good breakdown on it without being too uh deep in the weeds if you were long and short is there was gain of function research done and it's been done kind of around the world, and it's kind of been handed about back and forth with a How disgusting funny would lack of oversight. How funny would it be if the U.S. was doing it competently and China tried to replicate it with U.S. dollar funding and fucked it up? And so, well, it's not our fault. It, it does fall directly into where I was saying to Steve before. We don't need another Manhattan Project because we're inviting other people to become the Russians, only worse, incompetent. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Oh, speaking of uh, worse than Russia, it uh, also came out in, uh, I believe it was, was it Berenson's discovery? I'm not sure. But it 
Oh, no, it was in the uh, whistleblower testimony that there are 4,000 individuals, employees at Twitter that can do anything with your account. Literally anything. Delete it, lock it, change it, read your private messages, send private messages, send tweets, do anything. Literally at all. Yeah. And they're uh, they're very liberal about how they hand those out. Imagine, you know that uh, the whole thing, like, uh, a conspiracy theory couldn't involve more than, like, 100 individuals because they would fuck it up? Now, imagine... <laughs> imagine doing something similar, but, like, with a whole operating company. And, as you've seen, they have been fucking it up. I mean, routinely... Hey, you're talking about, uh, uh, what was his name? Um, it's famous. I know him. Um, uh, Mort, no, that's, uh, the fuck was his name? They, they brought him as a security consultant. Um, Twitter told him to take a hike when he tried to say he had some security issues. Oh, was it Mudge? Mudge, yes, thank you. Oh, okay. He's a he's a very talented individual, and I I cannot I cannot um, the balls you'd have to have and the full on fucking ignorance you'd have to have to ignore a complaint by a guy like Mudge. Yeah, he's kind of um very highly qualified and comes quite well regarded. So. Yeah. yeah, he was there to do a job. He did his job. They told him to take a hike internally. At least some pencil neck did. And um, this is what you get. Yeah, He's not going to like go out and fuck the company over, even though he definitely could. Almost certainly. And, he could have uh, made an example of an employee. He could have had someone like delete database that matters, and then Twitter could have been like rat fucked for a month before he backed it up and, res- and restored it. But, like, the fuck, you know? Um, if anyone in IT came along and said, we got major security flaws, here they all are, and I think I know how to solve any of them. If I think that taking telling someone like that to take a hike, you deserve to fail as a company. I think, like, Twitter should have imploded instead. Uh... Yeah, it's almost like they're being kept afloat uh, by somebody else's uh, will, curiously. Well, I mean, speaking of that... um, (laughs) Yeah, speaking of that, the shareholders are saying, oh, uh, we really want to sell. Please buy. Please. Please buy. (laughs) No, not just please buy. It's you going to buy. We have an agreement. And, uh, yeah, with, uh, with this testimony, I, I think he might have to go back to that judge and say, judge, I mean, I will, I'll be happy to, but I mean, we've got all these bonds, well, that's the thing. we got he all these had, problems. Like, a where he's, he recently had that like, ruling <coughs> where they have to start telling him about shit, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, this has basically gone, uh, this basically proves that they went against that ruling. So even if they've got a, a friendly judge, they're in a they're in a rough spot, I and in a similarly rough spot too, 
we should also <laughs> I mean, make note. Should probably do is, is lower the price. <laughs> that that would be the reasonable thing to do. Now these well, people the, are the not known for their reason, but it the would be a it. it would it lower would solve like everybody's problems. Lower down like thirty eight billion. I bet he'd go for it. Oh yeah, just shave a few off the top. Well, that's kind of what you're going to have to do. You know, shave a penny off a stock price. See what happens. Now, on that, uh, oh, well, not exactly on that note, but on a very similar one. We've got something out of the New York Post, which is uh -huh. largely the same, and that is that Facebook was spying on the private messages of, uh, well, obviously everyone, but specifically on uh, people that were uh, unconvinced of what they were told regarding uh, the way that votes were handled two years ago. Well, you know, uh, as a quick aside here, I think that's actually one of the things that's great about the way that Twitter labels things. Um, because they just call them direct messages. They don't call them private messages. Indeed they do. That's kind of a significance. So remember to always go ahead and just say, uh, just say a quick hello to the Twitter engineers that are reading your DMs just to let them know that you know they're there and that you wish they're, you know, you want them to have a nice day. You know, it's, it's, it's like when you, um, say, say you're morning Duke. You know, and uh, you you feel that you're a a person of interest, whether you are or you're not. Maybe uh, maybe you you're somebody that. that uh, what's that? There's there's a way to DM yourself. Oh yeah, sure. But uh, beyond that, I was going to say that uh, you know, let's say you're somebody that likes to wear uh, those uh, those big sunglasses whose name I can't remember, and that uh, say you're a targeted individual or something. And you love your cops and your law enforcement, and somehow you have not been recruited. Then uh, what you might want to do is each morning, you know, when you uh, when you go to do your morning business, take a take a nice photo of that healthy business you've done, and uh, just text it to yourself. Just text it right to yourself and just say, "Have a great morning." <laughs> Because, hey, you know, nobody's reading those messages, right? So, what does it matter? You're not going to be offending anyone who's personally assigned to read those. So, it's fine. So, do that every day. Well, see, you say personally assigned to read. A lot of this stuff is automatically uh, sifted through. But it's unfortunate because it used to be you could just kind of use the, uh, the carnivore word list to have fun with emails. Yeah, indeed you can. And on that note, actually... Uh, we actually we haven't covered it. Okay, so uh, some new sh bullshit went through with uh, credit card processors, wherein all transactions handled at uh, stores that sell firearms and accessories, as well as ammunition, I believe, are coded specifically. Now, at this time, the individual transactions are not. So I have seen some great ideas, shall we say. Uh, they they involve doing most of your purchase. If you've got a purchase that you don't want uh, your Uncle Samuel to know about, say you're getting him a gift for his birthday and you want to surprise him, you want to buy that gift in cash when you're going to the store. Yeah. And that way, you know, I mean, sure, yeah, the store has a record of the sale, but that's at the store. That's very different. So, you know, you buy that in cash. But... What you also do, well, they, maybe they sell Snickers there. Maybe they sell uh, 
Maybe they sell a real man's coffee, like uh, SMC Roasters, and not uh, BD, uh, BDC coffee. You know? Uh, BRC, <laughs> sorry. Um, TE. Oh, so, is it BBC coffee? BRC? Whatever. It's, uh, well, that, that coffee from the guys that like the black things. Um, anyway, I am a, uh, I'm a, they like dark roast. They do. They do. They like, uh, they like the dark meat. So anyway, those guys, uh, I forget about them. <laughs> Buy from SMC Roasters. Unless, uh, you know, this gets to Jeremy and he wants, uh, you know, a new talking head. One is available. Oh, I, that's right. I do need to... Uh, I, I, would, I would be utterly unafraid to uh, to shill the coffee brand coffee. Hit me up. Until then, I am an SMC Roasters man. But, anyway. Uh, Facebook was spying on the private messages of Americans who were questioning this sort of thing. So I'm going to throw the link to the... Uh, the article out of the New York Post, but it doesn't surprise anyone. But we now have it all basically on paper, on file, and it can be verified, which is the most important thing. And these are things that, you know, it's like, oh, you're some crazy conspiracy theorist, this, that, and the other, and well, quite the opposite. It's like uh, just so many things that have been said have proven themselves out. Now, let me drop the link to that. Okay. Uh, that'll be in there for you below. Now, we have this, which uh, shows us, obviously, the link from Facebook to the feds. We now have also, uh, through the discovery of Berenson, that link from Twitter to the feds. It's not a, uh, it's not a real leap to figure that you know, Google, Microsoft, any of these others that have not explicitly stated their stance are at least compromised in some variety. I mean, it's it's just reasonable at this point. Right. I'm sorry. I'm cracking up. There's shit going on. There's shit going on in the DM group. <laughs> Understood. Understood. Uh, now, well, it's, now there's I'm... a certain uh, it's a certain Cape Crusader who's extraordinarily ass mad about being added back in, and now he wants back in because he wasn't done blowing the group up, the group up yet. But of course. <laughs> but of course. <laughs> Oh, speaking of uh, things blowing up, uh, Tesla was uh, going to be building um, one of their factories in Germany. Uh, a battery factory. But something happened there, and now it seems that it would not be prudent to make batteries in Germany. I, who could say what occurred? But, uh, boy, that's that sucks for, those, uh, sucks for those crowds, huh? How about that? Yeah. I wonder what happened. Do you, do you think it might have something to do with uh, maybe maybe the energy situation over there, maybe? Maybe they fucked that up, huh? I mean, it's possible. Maybe uh, they got a lot of lock bars from within. Yeah, well, you know, you know how it is with those snack bars. Oh, uh, but I do have something else, which, uh, I, I mean, it's kind of a we can give praise where it's due. It isn't. But we can go ahead and make note that something good happened. 
and that is that the railroads are not shutting down. So that was um, that was not actually well reported on because, well, no bad news for uh, for the occupation government is reported on by the mainstream press. Uh, but we were looking at uh, an absolutely dire situation. Should uh, should that have gone through? 60 plus percent of all goods in the United States would have immediately started going up in price. So, with the uh, train strike... See, I, for... I, think, I think that some of these things should just be allowed to happen. Yep. So everyone knows who to blame. Yeah. And, yeah. And who to make feel like shit about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and... when they turn around and start talking about, oh, but workers' rights, this, that, and the other, and and insert our, our our marginal demand that got denied because dumbass reasons, but we brought that up. We only brought it up because press our advantage and blah blah blah. Workers' rights. It's like, look, workers' rights, yeah, but you guys are a union, so you're a fucking mob. There's no point to you existing in the fucking 21st century. Uh, speaking of unions, what about that pipe fitters union? You remember that? Uh, you remember that interview at the beginning of 2021? With the head of the uh, pipe fitters union, oh, and uh, oh boy, he that guy looked really uncomfortable when he was asked about uh, the ways that he voted and supported things. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, yeah, he got to he got real closed up, you know, kind of rubbing his hands, massaging his fingers, kind of, kind of. Yeah, really, you, know, you can even funny. see the sweat at his temples. It's kind of it's really funny. Um, a lot of these guys. Yeah, about twenty thousand people got laid off because of a signature um, over a pipeline, and it was uh, it was amazing how how many of those people still voted for Biden after he said repeatedly how much he's going to shut down the oil industry in the fucking country, and then turned around and gave lip service, say, "Oh no, no, I'm not going to shut down the oil industry." It, you know, we need them. It's like, yeah, except all the times you said we don't. And yeah. then, uh, then the, the election whole... happened, and then uh, then the industry got collapsed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That area of the in. industry got collapsed around them. Yeah, and now now um, it's the stuff's still happening anyway. The uh, you know a lot of the refi- a lot of the, uh, the downstream projects got canceled, but a lot of them didn't. And uh, how is the oil going to get there now? It's getting uh, it's getting trucked down. <laughs> sure enough, is well, no worries, no worries. Joe has a good friend, Warren. Uh, Warren, he has a bit of money. He owns a transportation company, and he's willing well, to say, transport that oil for a nominal fee. I'm wondering what the Pelosi index was uh, on this one. That's, all, that's always worth checking. Absolutely. But the reason I mention this is that uh, just a few days ago on uh, the 13th, was it the 13th or the 12th? Either way, um, our man, uh, our, uh, our man skin suit, he was up there, um, you know, wearing his aviators, you know, making sure that he had uh, the ode child to, to help him be in the mood. And he, uh, he gave a speech about, uh, you know, how well everything was going, about how he uh, single-handedly beat inflation and all this <laughs> Meanwhile, of course, at that literally at that exact moment, the market had tanked twelve hundred points, and of course, it oh, man. continued to tank that, to that, about two fucking thousand. That picture is priceless. 
It is a, a history-defining picture. So, yeah, the Inflation it's, 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 it's and a, Reduction Act working exactly as intended. It's, it's, it's a mission-accomplished picture. Oh, it really is. It's uh, it, fucking amazing. It's perfect, man. If he could, he should have put up like um, money cannons, uh, just just like he was at a strip club, just shooting out twenties behind him, and it it couldn't have been more perfect than that. He he was almost there, almost there. But uh, for some reason, I guess they they thought that uh, maybe uh, maybe maybe doing something incredibly horribly, monumentally stupid in your optics with, um, you know, this geriatric pedophile would maybe be a bad thing. Because we, we have seen that there are there are some folks involved in the decision-making that make bad decisions. Oh, I have a couple of great pictures from this. I mean, first there's the original. Right there. Oh, of course, yeah. Oh, uh... That's perfect. And then, um, let's see. Yeah, Joe... Joe Poynton and well, there's this one which is a bit older, but um, from that stemmed brilliance is uh, this right here, um, which was uh, which was further modified to make this absolutely perfect image. Mm, indeed, I mean, and, uh, and we can and never forget the the, the brilliance of the optics of having a man make Hitler-esque poses. <laughs> Standing in front of two members of the armed oh, services with crimson red and black as your as your accent colors. So you get you get an old man up yeah, on stage. That was fired. <laughs> I mean, you're you're not making the most optical of moves, shall we say? Yeah, not not the most, not the most. There there are things you could do that are worse, certainly. But okay, maybe I see someone. Not that I see someone had a had a giggle at penny shaving. So uh, allow me to go ahead and give you two fantastic new jokes for your little repertoire. Although I'm sure you might have heard the first one. Uh, so uh, how was how was copper wire invented? I, I have no idea, sir. Yeah, two Jews found a penny. Hello! And here's, and here's my modification on that one. How is copper foil invented? Third Jew got clotheslined by it. Oh! <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> we are keeping it classy over here. And if you aren't laughing at that, you don't have a sense of humor. Throw right. the fuck up. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, I didn't say it. Uh, I'm only yeah, allowed to say red man jokes, so <laughs> you know, here's what it is. We uh, we keep it. Uh, look, look, you're being indigenous with me, all right? I did not come here for that kind of attitude. <laughs> that's right. You came here, conqueror. <laughs> <sighs> what a silly age okay. in which we find ourselves. I know, right? I must be able to sit down with. You know, my Puerto Rican friend talking about him walking around with a fucking knife, you know. Going through his Mexican phase as he was getting drunk. Oh, the good old days. You know, Irish friend wanting to beat up everyone and then wanting to apologize after as he got more drunk. Ah, well, you know. You know how it is. 
People are fucking uptight and sensitive. Ah, uh, far, <laughs> far, far too much. Oh, um, on that one, actually, this got a lot of reporting initially, and I just uh-huh. really want to give an update on it more than anything else. So, well, what was the fucking date on that? Uh, there was, like, some package that was mailed to, uh, was it Northwestern? Hmm. Ah, uh, shit. Oh, yeah, there was some guy who decided... Yeah, Northeastern, decided sorry. Uh, there was a package that was uh, supposedly delivered to Northeastern University in Boston. Guy was injured, and, you know, it, I mean, you hear that, yeah. and you're like... It exploded, and, and but, it, see, I guess, you know, it's uh, it was an amateur bomb because uh, it just kind of made a little bang instead of a uh, kerboom. Yeah, it was, it was uh, not Uncle Ted. It was not. <laughs> it wasn't... Oh God! It was the native guy from uh, from Red Green Show. What was his name? It was the guy, you know, the kaboom. Oh, that's a deep uh, cut. No, no, no! It's, he he was the guy who like played around with dynamite and shit. I I haven't watched Red Green long enough to actually say because he's, he's, it's a little he was, bit too uh, deep he was to also, He was also the Indian guy in that uh, um, uh, that uh, the gambling movie with. Uh, What's his name that's shunned from Hollywood now? Uh, Maverick. That movie. Maverick. Hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. The, the Indian guy from that one. He was the guy, he was the explosives guy from Red Green Show. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Oh. So I was I'm thinking, bad. you know, he, he tossed the dynamite. Kaboom! Huh. Anyway. Well. Yeah, it was no it was no dynamite bomb. It was uh it was a little uh, it was a little party popper effectively. The guy got injured, which sucks. Well, uh, in the update like, to that department. What has happened is things have grown a little more complicated. I don't have a lot of update, but uh, Northeastern officials, as well as, I think, law enforcement, are probing into that. And the thought is now that that employee who made the initial reporting possibly staged the whole thing. So I'm going to try and keep on top of that, but I wanted to update it because there was a lot of reporting on the initial event, and I've heard almost nothing. Well, there was a lot of, I think there were several packages, too. Uh, two I know of. <laughs> like there was, there was a bunch of packages that got mailed out and or placed. What we, went off? We don't know. And uh, again, if this was done by this individual, it'll prove to be kind of interesting. But I'm well, just going to try and keep it. I made a comment. I made a comment on on Zatwaters about this. Uh, so that was where I, I mentioned it. Um, you see, what I I'll, what we have to wait for now is you know, we have to kind of bet on how many years before asbestos comes back. Sorry, not asbestos. Um, anthrax comes back. Well, I suppose it's best as well. It is almost November. Well, you see, the reason I say this is, um, uh, you know, depending on depending on the politics of the person involved, you know, if uh, if they were say uh, uh, if they were either, if they were for Puerto Rican independence, then we might have to wait, you know, several decades, uh, several more decades. Uh, but if they were uh, if they were just a Democrat, uh, they're just a fucking communist, uh, <laughs> then it might not be that long before the anthrax comes back. Might only be a couple decades instead of uh, instead of like six or seven. It's possible. You know, if they were, especially if they were like a weatherman at that uh, at that underground station. Well, you know how it is with uh, with those weathermen. Sometimes they have. Now, uh, now, was they it have a female employee? Because on. if it was a female employee, then that might even bring it up a little bit closer. Because uh, you know how incompetent they are with those explosives. I mean, who knows? Patty Hearst might be getting back to her old ways, right? <laughs> or uh, or say I don't know. It's not uh, Miss Shakur down in Cuba. Was she involved at all? You know, that'd be a second time around for her. Know, who can say, right? 
so now we've got something interesting that we have Asada, to Asada, that was her name. Asada oh, yeah, yeah. Did you catch the uh, the Rand Corporation drop? Um, we have to be more specific, or maybe not. Okay, let me see here. If I, it should be, uh, it should be in our show ideas. You can just scroll up a little bit. It's not like far back. It's like, uh, why did I bring that up? It's uh, let me see here. More capital shit. Uh, Senator ah, Here we go. Yeah, uh, Kim dot com actually tweeted uh, tweeted this out initially, and what happened then is somebody from Rand got in touch with him and oh, said, "Oh, yeah, no, that's total, that's total garbage." That being said, I backed up everything because that's what you do, and I'm going to put a link to the Imger uh, album that. Uh, that's got this. As a matter of fact, I'm going to put a link to the Imgur album directly into chat so that if anybody is curious about this, they can look at it immediately. And uh, what's the what long and short of this is that uh, Rand, okay. it's not a long report. It's like five pages, but the uh, it's uh, it looks good. It looks Ooh, right. Okay. And it's China is secret. also expected to benefit over the medium term mm-hmm. this emerging scenario. So, At the same time, Europe's deep political dependence in the U.S. allows us to effectively neutralize possible attempts by individual European states to draw closer to China. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So this is, in brief, a plan for the destruction of Germany by the Rand Corp. It looks prepared for looks like it. our government. Weakening, weakening Germany, strengthening the U.S. Yeah. Now, the Rand Corp obviously, obviously came out and said this is a fabrication. But it looks good. It now, looks, here's the thing, though. And it looks right. Um, and of course they the did. Thing, um, um, go USA, number one. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> but uh, that being up. said, <laughs> that being said, there was this fella... That uh, said to some Germans something about uh, Russian energy, and they thought it was a funny joke, and they laughed at what they thought was a funny joke. Yeah, mm-hmm. who's laughing now? I mean, I am pretty damn funny. I, I am too. And uh, there's this guy <laughs> that's uh, that's probably laughing in Cyrillic, <laughs> laughing very, very oh, hard. In I Cyrillic. forgot to put this meme in there because this is fucking funny too. Mm. Indeed, inflation is back. It truly is. But yeah, this uh, this is absolutely interesting. And basically, it's uh, again just uh, there's a little bit more to it. There's more than five pages, but uh, this is all I was able to get. So uh, sorry, it is what it is. So I, I I did what I could. If there was more available, tell me. Find it for me, link it to me. I will add it to the archive, and I will make sure that this shit is available because it should be anything that the Rand Corporation wants to uh, wants to keep confidential and hide from us. We should probably know because they are the heart and fucking soul, or at least very uh, near and dear there too, of the military industrial complex. So bear that in mind. I mean, look if um, if Europe wants to federate and then uh, be absorbed into the the board collective of the United States. <laughs> uh, who are we kidding? We can't even match their abortion laws. 
Uh, that should be a segue for you of some variety. Oh, it is. It is, as a matter of fact. There's this fella. There's this fella named Lindsay. And Lindsay... Lindsay, like a unicorn, has one horn. And uh, he has that horn because he is a rhinoceros. And uh, this this rhinoceros... Boy... Does he not want to rampage in amongst the ivory tower? He's just happy to have been let inside. And so he's going to act polite and do whatever the fuck he needs to to make sure that nothing bad happens, that he'll fist bump a slave owner. Uh, he'll, he'll do it. He'll, he'll fist bump someone that literally spoke out in favor of and fundraised for a uh, New Jersey, I believe they uh, named them a terrorist organization, if I'm not mistaken. But, uh, you know, fundraised for a literal terrorist organization. Uh, this uh, this noted politician that had, uh, you know, enslaved individuals for the state of California while listening to Biggie and, uh, oh, sorry, not Biggie, excuse me, Dre and Tupac while smoking up in the DA's office in between uh, jobs they call blow. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a fucking weird thing. Fucking oh, under the tail politician vendors. Yeah, you know, you know how it is. Neepads. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. It's a working man's job, sir. Or working women, you know. We are very progressive here. Oh, no, you see, it's it's working man's job because back in the day, everyone was a man. And it was the original profession, if you didn't know. The oldest, you might say. Hmm. Is that a fact? Is that a fact? Well, if you just go into Google and type in the oldest profession. Actually, you might need to go to DuckDuckGo for that one. <laughs> well, honestly, <laughs> you, you, you may want to go to search.brave.com so that you get unrestricted <laughs> and unranked answers as opposed to those meant to be given to you by, uh, you know, your betters. So, yeah, hold on a second. I have a better. I have to go to a new incognito window and put this one in, because I have a feeling it's going to be sanitized. Oh, shit. Oh, no, no, no. They haven't sanitized it. They, the, the very top of it is the Wikipedia article, which has it as the phrase entry. That's great. I didn't realize that was... <laughs> they weren't going to fuck with that one. Now, the, the second entry is also a Wikipedia article, but it's on the movie The Oldest uh, the Profession, which is a comedy. A very funny one. Um, sure. But, yeah, the, <laughs> the, the top article is the top entry is The, the Oldest Profession as a phrase from Wikipedia. And, uh, by the way, that refers to prostitution. Yeah, yeah. Just to be clear, for everyone who's listening, is uh, The Oldest Profession is prostitution. It is. On that note... <laughs> But also completely unrelated, and I make no specific allegation. You should do a search for Montel Kamala. Just those two words together in Google and hit image search. And I I wonder what what might come up if if we type in Montel and Kamala and uh, we hit images. Well, who's this? Who's this lady in a very, uh, very loose-fitting dress? Is this? That's the top. That's the first oh, one. That's why that lady has a familiar face. She, uh, she that looks like she's. Uh, it looks like she might be uh, 
of uh, perhaps uh, oh my this is Indian only from uh, Indian African years ago. Huh. How about that? Yeah, yeah, that uh, was that Montel Williams, huh? And his quote unquote dating quote unquote history. Oh, hold on, I have to correct someone here. Rundown, no, that is not the oldest profession is not Barry Tribe Smasher. It is, it is getting the jam. <laughs> And this is extracting the jam from the from the tri- from the very smasher. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. But um yeah, yeah, we have um we got uh, we got Montel oh, okay. and this, uh... no, no, no. Max, this is the Google search. This is not the DuckDuckGo search. They're not gonna show that they're not gonna show that on there. Oh, for fuck's sake, Jesus. Now no. if you if you just type in those two words, I'm sure you'll find something, but not that. Yes, thank and also you will Oh god, my curiosity is gonna get the better of me here. Don't don't just Nope, 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 I'm out. (laughs) Just don't. Just don't, man. It's not worth it. You know you know, Max, you should go ahead and try that search out. It's got some fascinating results. It's not what you think. There's some other stuff too. Undoubtedly. Undoubtedly, there were there. I caught I caught a glance of some uh, some well endowed gentlemen <laughs> dropped that. Oh really? Uh, was his name Mike? Huh? Was he dancing on the Ellen Show? No, 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 no. That was uh, Big Mike was not there. Oh okay, so we're not talking about something referenced by John Crawford. Okay, cool. Just checking, just clarifying that. God, that's never going to die, and I'm never going to let it die. As well, it shouldn't. Okay, so I've basically covered all the stuff that I wanted to hit this week. Was there anything else that you were wanting to get over? I mean, this uh, gentleman just gave us a pretty good... Is this Just to confirm, I'm sending it to him in the chat here. Cirex, uh, or search. Search. Search? Search. It's definitely search. Sure. I mean, it's a clever spelling. Um, or seer X, either way. Seer dot X? Oh, okay. Well, it's, he said that, but I, I uh, you know, go ahead and Google it, and then you go to the thing that's supposed to be it, and then uh, this came up. I just want to, you know, confirm if he's reading the chat here uh, whether or not... Okay, number of hosts. Okay. So it says powered by blank at the bottom, and I can click on that. And there's a GitHub for it. And so this is the the IO website. All right. Hey, that's good. Awesome. Excellent. There we go. Thank you very much, sir. That was a fantastic find. All right. Well, it is. There's uh, the if you're uh, watching the home, home, sure. you can see it, yeah. and of course it is s e a r x dot t h e g p m dot o r g. So uh, phonetically, circs dot the gpm dot org. Or Sir X, or I don't know Search. what the fuck they want it pronounced. But there you go. Search. Come on, man. Hell, I don't know. You know what? It's, it's horrible because the president has fucked up the ability to say shit. Like, come on, man. <sighs> Biden ruined that one for me. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, as long as he's. Uh, I, I'd rather him, you know, kind of stick to. Hold up, Max in the chat. Sears went out of business because craftsmen offered a reasonable warranty, and you know it. Mm, it's possible. <laughs> because you could fuck up a wrench and bring it in and say it was an accident. Now, on <laughs> the, 
You know, on the note of Sears, there is something that certainly did hurt their business, which there is a case, <coughs> maybe two, <coughs> excuse me, uh, there's maybe two cases that are going through, uh, one of which well, it might actually hit the Supreme Court, and if it does, oh my God, this is going to be so good. Uh, but there's this thing called uh, the auto, uh, auto card or auto key card. Either way, it's essentially just a, a metal business card that has a... Uh, yeah. It has a lightning link uh, laser engraved on it. Mind yeah. you, it's not necessarily of the right material, bent to shape, or including any instruction on how to turn a lightning link into the thing that a lightning link does, which I can just say it because, I mean, it doesn't matter. And that is to turn a very specific build of AR-15 fully automatic. But again, very, very specific with a very specific bolt carrier group in addition. So it's uh, it's not like this uh, thing that you see... Uh, well, that so many of got shipped from Wish.com for, uh, you know, pistols, which is, uh, you know, you just slap it on there and it goes. I mean, you've got to have kind of some kind of specific things. And with this case, it, um, it presents a complicated conundrum. If the ATF wants to push this case, they must admit that the National Firearms Act is not valid. So... If they want to push, they could kill the NFA. And if the NFA goes up to the Supreme Court, it never has at any time in its history. And it is flatly unconstitutional. With the framework of Bruin in place now, the NFA could not stand and would immediately fall. And that raises a lot of interesting uh, situations. Well, what it means, what it raises, is the possibility that I can go ahead and buy myself an automatic gun, or at least build something one. I would be happy to have, or at least build one. Yeah, or three D print one, or the parts to make one do it. Either way, though, but uh, that it would unequivocally be a good thing. The NFA is at its core totalitarianism. It is controlled. Flat out, fucking unconstitutional. Flat out. Yeah, absolutely. Now, there are people that uh, make the argument that putting out uh, these human rights to everybody is unhelpful in the long run because, yeah, yeah. you are going to have your Black Panthers running around with guns. But the other yeah, problem with that is, well, these problems I mean, resolve themselves if you allow them to resolve themselves. So you have to, you can't just take one side where well, yeah. your pet project is allowed to do things uh, up until they so end up the on thing. your doorstep. I, think I have to tell Max this right now, and I, I would love to have Steve on here because I would piss him off. He says, recreational nuke when everybody and their fucking kid knows all you have to do to make a nuke is take two bits of uranium, a little bit nice, you know, light, slightly enriched, and slap them together really hard. All you gotta do. All you gotta do is take one between your two hands and slap the shit out of the other one with it. Yeah, problem solved. Called the gun design, because it's literally a fucking gun inside of a bomb. 
he got a uranium bullet and a uranium target. And right about the, at the right height, the one side fires off, and it gets a little bit of extra speed to slap into the other just as it hits the ground. Oh, and uh, as as we must, as is the way of things, <laughs> I've got to call out the super chat from our friend Xenomancer. Time to try out a oh, chat boy. feature. Well, it's working, buddy. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, um, everything yeah. is working, so if you would like to uh, support what we do here, that, that would be greatly appreciated. Uh, anything that comes into this, I'm just going to be putting back into it. I finally got enough to actually try it. That's why I did it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, uh, that said, there are links on uh, all the social media to support all this. And, uh, <laughs> oh, shit, I should, uh, I should make mention that we have hit... Uh, the most dangerous number of incomes that you could possibly hit. Uh, $14 and uh, 88 cents. Yes, sir. Well, magic number. So you better, you better start listening. If you, uh, if you want our show to, to, to be acceptable and uh, mainstream because we, we can't have that. Right. Yeah. Because the next step we have to hit is 9,001. Oh, that's true. That's true. So get us over that 9,000 mark, folks. Uh, spread it to your friends. Like, subscribe, <laughs> comment, and share. And remember to follow us on Anchor and Spotify. And if not, we can be found on iTunes at the Fake Untitled Podcast, available everywhere. Okay, so I have a request from Rundown. I mean, and since I already paid for the <laughs> Super Chat here, I may as well read that one out, huh? So, meaty mams or milkers. There you go. Woo! Uh, tactical shoulder fired. I only I only said that because Max seconded you. All right. Hey, there you go. There you go. Well, you can't say we do not appreciate our live listeners and chatters. You can't say it, we, folks. Folks, we've got the best listeners and live chatters. The best. Yeah, we do. Huge, huge listeners and live chatters. The, you got the so best. many listeners. You're gonna be tired of having listeners. Ah, waiting for that day, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, soon enough, soon enough. It's it's a journey after all. Uh, but as uh, as said in our journey previously, I've about reached the end of what I wanted to go over. So, uh, is there anything else you okay. want to cover tonight, man? No, you didn't want to cover more about the meaty mams or milkers. Sure I mean, if you've got that? some specific ones, then I mean, <laughs> we can we can do a we can. Do a deep dive, you know, hop on the motorboat and uh, go out onto that ocean, but, you know. Go down the Potomac? Yeah, I mean, whatever. Whatever needs to be done. I mean, if we're talking about meaty mamsers, uh, like we said, the the last uh, update we have on that is that they will no longer be available in Oakville. So, you know, I guess guess that's Mm. the update on that one. Oh, well, those (laughs) those were synthetics, sir. Ah, true, true. So, uh... Man, I don't know what to say then, huh? No, they they only have on Azure. <laughs> you won't be able to find them strapped on in school anymore, like a front-sitting backpack. True. I still True. can't believe that that guy got away with that shit. That's I, I, it's I, bold, to say the least. Oh, actually, I, there is, is one other thing. That is a very ballsy move. Yes, there is one other thing I I was wanting to cover, which uh, just completely escaped my uh, escaped my notice for some silly ass reason. Yeah. That being. Out of Denmark, 
And uh, this by way of Alex Berenson, because it is not getting a lot of mainstream airplay. So, quoting Alex Berenson, Denmark ends COVID vaccination for almost everyone under 50. Basically, what they've done is if you're under 50, they're uh, putting it at, unless you are a very high-risk individual, their, uh, their consideration, again, in Denmark, is that you are under a higher risk from the mRNA technologies than you are from the uh, the COOF, shall we say. Okay. And You know, it's funny. Um, I do have something I can say on this. Yeah, well, sure. It's tangentially related. Yeah, it's, it's tangentially related. So someone, you know, I saw someone, I'm sorry for all the crumpling here. I saw someone um, post out earlier a, uh, an article uh, one of those kind of regurgitated articles you find because, you know, journalism. Sure. But it turns out it was via Epic Times, so journalism. Um, that involved a, a study uh, on on clotting and yada yada. And uh, it came from some international journal, and I was intrigued. So I went ahead and I clicked through. I, I go to the journal article. I start seeing a whole lot of red flags in the fucking article. And... Um, it's this is the kind of shit that that drives me nuts. I, I go and I, I look at the goddamn journal, and uh, it's uh, one of those. So that, I mean, not to knock them because you know journals have to start somewhere, and I understand that. And uh, IT people helping them out, I understand that too. And so the the, the host service is not the problem, uh, which allows people to for as low as four hundred fifty dollars a year, uh, or at a bulk rate forty five dollars a month. Forty to forty-five dollars a month. Um, host your own journal. Um, again, though, is that, that's just the content management system. You then have to have people actually come write for it, obviously. Sure. Uh, but then I start looking into the the two whole volumes that they have because this thing started in twenty twenty one. Three uh, three different uh, issues have been released and. Uh, you know, I start seeing you know so-called vaccines, and then wild assertions, uh, things that are first say obvious and seem to be, then become confirmed without any evidence backing them. Obviously, this this is a very thoroughly peer-reviewed fucking journal, except it's not. It's a it's a, a pet project by a bunch of people that are hell bent on being anti-vax as possible uh, and trying. It's the same shit SJWs do. It's what really makes me angry about this shit. They cloak the uh, bullshit they're trying to sell in the prestige of peer-reviewed journals, academic journals, and it's just not. It's not science when you do this shit. Uh, and it's very transparent to anybody who reads these things uh, as part of their career. You know, it's, if it's your profession to be involved with this stuff, it's very transparently bullshit. Uh, but it's it sells is the problem. Uh, it gets picked up by retards who are doing journalisms, and then it gets spread among laypersons as if it's actually academic science, and it's not. And it's uh, it's quite fucking infuriating. Um, so anyway, uh, this is the thing that's that's going on, and it's and, and it's getting mixed in with uh, with the normie kind of shit. That's the part that's that's uh. Uh, that's actually a greater risk for other people. So, I mean, I understand Denmark has their reservations, but this is the kind of stuff that gets to a politician's desk and influences policy in this way. 
And I'd rather, and I'm sure they have their better sources, but I'd rather that, you know, um, this wasn't the kind of thing that had to be called out in this way. And, or better yet, that there were advisors who were able to um, to tell their politician friends doing policy uh, that the stuff is complete bullshit. You know, because it's like, it claims it did a clinical trial, which I believe, claims that it took uh, samples, which I believe, and then it just it goes down a wildly unscientific road of uh, self-reinforced, um, self-fulfilled prophecy-esque bullshit. So. No, to be fair, there isn't a lot here. So that stuff is out there, and that's a problem. And uh, yeah, and I mean to quote specifically from Berenson's article, it, it backs, Denmark it backs, did uh, not explicitly say like that the risks of mRNA jabs now outweigh the benefits for healthy people under fifty. And he is he has explicitly stated that. That being yeah. said, there is an implicit understanding with these things. And uh, we can say that Steve would chime in at this very moment and uh, chime in loudly, sure. as as yeah. well would be within his right. And and I would also, at this moment, chime in directly with the things that we can unreservedly say as 100% true. And that is, if this mRNA gets into places it is not supposed to be and makes it to your heart, you're in fucking trouble. You're in big trouble. Potentially, no. maybe similarly, not, but there were also um, there's, I also uh, had to had to be irritated with someone um, who posted uh, an article by someone else that had uh, little vials of blood vessels in it that supposedly the morticians uh, in a morgue were uh, were pulling out you know so many so much blood clots etc. It's like the, I can see them in a jar. Those aren't blood clots; those are blood vessels. Of course, you're gonna find feet of them in the human body. I, it's, I think I, the implication it, was that that was what was filling up the uh, vessels. But no, 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 no. They were, they were, they were empty. Trust me, they were empty. Huh. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I just <clears throat> like no. It's, it's like, these are these are complex structures. They're tubular. <laughs> Wait. Okay, come on. Uh -huh. Jesus. <sighs> feet of them. Whole feet of them, huh? Oh, so kind of like of when they found that... varying sizes, uh, you say. Branching, are they? Uh, so so is, is this like that uh, indigenous... Um, uh, that indigenous mass grave they found on the... Uh, on the location of the cemetery? Right. <sighs> right, so... Yeah, that was the last one. I wanted to get that in because it had come yeah, up. And and it I, it's worth as, covering. As but, the good uh, news spin here, the good news spin is that journals like these are not in great uh, uh, usage and that they're so transparently bad. <laughs> so are you ordering rocks on Amazon? <laughs> oh, that's good. Ooh. As long as they're not tactical assault rocks, you're probably fine. I mean, you know, well, you know, if uh, if you show up um, at a place and you've uh, you've accidentally chewed your your chicken nuggy into the shape of a gun, then watch out for the cops. 
Well, I mean, we've already seen that it's enough to get you uh, get you expelled from school to chew a pop tart into one. So you know, it's yeah. just better to play it safe than sorry. Anyway, yeah, I, I mean, I'm done. Um, if you're ready to call it a night. Well, just I've, we've covered all the topics that I personally wanted to get to, and uh, I mean, unless there's there anything you that you're wanting to cover, I, there's not really anything to update at the moment, uh, real specifically. Well, we, and so we well, updated. Did we what get else to the Uvalde? Did we get to the Uvalde update from last week? I. I think we did, right? Yeah, yeah, we did. Right, there another right. fucking shooting in that godforsaken town. That's right. But yeah, yeah, no. Oh, I asked the question. I don't remember if I got the answer. Did the police do something this time? Uh, eventually, as they eventually. do. Uh, <laughs> and in addition to that, I am uh, okay. as the uh, bonus link for the show. I will. Oh. I will be copying a link to Alex Stein, Primetime 99, and his oh interaction God. with uh, our most favorite Congress critter, Dan Crenshaw. He got, uh, Alex he got Stein 99 very... is uh, Walt Callan himself. Oh, yeah, but he gets these people to engage. And he that's does. the most hilarious thing. It's like, all you he have to do... just reminded me, I believe all I need to put you a link. have to do is nothing. Nothing at all. Live your life. Just keep fucking walking. Don't respond. But what does this skin, thin-skinned motherfucker do? What does this one-eyed snake do? He engages. Does he because squirt? he is an idiot. So yeah, I'll, uh, I'll include a link to that because it's utterly fucking hilarious. And uh, yeah. There you go. So, with that, uh, you can find me at that fake guy, Dan. You can find my man here, Craig Bob 99 basically everywhere. I'm Evan. He's Craig. This is the Fake Untitled Podcast, and uh, well, I'll talk to you again real soon.